The Lord is good. Let us pray. Father, we have heard so many messages since we came in. And Lord God Almighty, we pray that we'll be able to digest them and be doers of your word. We pray, Lord God Almighty, that this that we're going to hear now will bring grace into our lives to make us to know that what our Father God has given to us must not be taken for granted. Speak to us now, Lord, in accent loud and clear. In Jesus' name we pray. We have as a topic this morning the right gifts to give to Jesus. The right gifts to give to Jesus. I know that the demands of our Lord Jesus Christ is not grievous at all. It is simple. And it can be found in the passage read to us. If you love me, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now, it didn't say keep my command or com- commandment, but commandments. And I believe that by the grace of God, uh, you must have actually met with the commandments of Jesus Christ, which must not in any way be confused with the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. They're totally different. And one thing about it is this, you can keep commandments of the land or even the Bible of the Bible without loving God. A slave, for instance, or a servant may not love his or her master, but must still keep or obey the commandments of the master. And here Jesus is saying, Ah, I'm not requiring from you just obedience, but obedience in love. As we celebrate Christmas, I pray that indeed we'll look into this area and know that, hey, you cannot give Jesus any present to everything that you're buying, uh, everything that you actually you have under the Christmas tree. Not one will go to Jesus. You know that? They are for you. For, for your family. And when you come to church on Christmas Day and you empty your bank account, guess what? It is good. But Jesus Christ is actually not demanding for that. Why? All the riches in the world belong to him. I know that we are going to cook rice, Abby. Rice and stew, very plenty. Oh, Christmas Day is usually the day that children will want to go and visit uncle and um, auntie, so, 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 and so, and so, and so forth. I don't know where they got the stomach from, but they'll be eating rice from one house to another, and so, and so forth. All the rice you may cook, one grain will not get into the mouth of Jesus. It's not demanding for that. I read somewhere in the book of Psalms 
Psalm 40, verses 6 and following. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. My ears, you have opened burnt offering and sin offering you did not require. Then I said, Behold, I come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within my heart. What are we saying now? It is important for us to know that Jesus is the reason for Christmas. Jesus is the reason for Christmas. What gifts can you offer him that will actually make him to smile at you? What gifts can you? The commandments of Jesus Christ, according to scholars, some actually say that um, it will be about 150 something, and some have reduced it to 49 or 50. But as far as I'm concerned, just ones that I actually know that they refer to as commands, to me, are instructions for good living, for right living. I'll give you five out of all the commandments of Jesus Christ that are very important, quickly. The first one is found in the book of John 3, 7. John 3, 7. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. You must be born again. It is upon this commandment that anything can be done for Christ. It is upon this commandment that every other thing would gel together. I know that some of us actually have been guessing whether we've been born again or not. It is so difficult for children born into a, uh, Christian homes to really know exactly when they were born again. Some of us know. In the actual fact, if you don't have, you know, um, conversion experience, oh, I pray, that, I pray that God will speak to you. The time you really gave your life to Jesus Christ and you said, he is my personal savior and Lord. My personal savior. Until you come to that terms, you are not for Christ. You are not. It is possible for you to do everything that Christians do and take it as a way of saying that you are now a Christian. But you may be far from Christ. You may. The more you try to keep the Ten Commandments, the more you will see that it is impossible for any man to be made perfect by keeping the Ten Commandments. No one can say that he has kept all the laws. For instance, huh, you know, about two Sundays ago, 
Reverend Oyebu preached on um, the, the rich young man who went to Jesus and said, what must I do to be saved, uh, to, to have eternal life? And the Lord Jesus Christ said, what does the Lord say? Uh, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not this, thou shalt, thou shalt not do this, and, and so on and so forth. Those are commandments dealing with the relationship of man to man. He broke the first commandment, that man. He broke the first commandment. The first commandment says, huh? You shall worship only God. You shall not have any other God before me, but me, I am your God. This man had what as his God? Money. He broke the first commandment. No one can keep all the commandments because once you break one, you are guilty of every other thing. And therefore, we need to be thankful to God who has given us Jesus Christ, who came and lived a life as a son of God without sin. And he was the satisfying sacrifice for us forever. And therefore, he says, you must be born again. I pray that you will keep that commandment and you make your children also to see this and really think about it and act upon it. The gift that you give, you can give to Jesus Christ is your, your soul, your life. You must be born again. The second one goes with it because after this one, there is something that you need to do. And the second commandment that I see in the scriptures that is very relevant for this particular occasion and every occasion is found in Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Master Lifers, I think you know this one very well. If anyone desires to do what? To, to follow me, to come after me. He must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. That commandment we must keep as children of God. Every one of us must come to terms to know that self will destroy. Self will destroy us and what is requiring from us is to deny ourselves what actually does that mean deny yourself is denying your will denying anything about you because you are dead you are no longer living but Christ is the one living in you it's a very, very difficult thing for any human being to do. But the Holy Spirit can help us to achieve that. If you don't deny yourself, you cannot worship God properly. If you don't deny yourself, you cannot know the value of God. You, if you don't deny yourself, you will see yourself uh, as the entity and you continue to worship self instead of God Almighty. Deny yourself 
you don't exist anymore it is christ that lives in you then take up your cross daily ah that one i tell you is uh it's a task that must be done but many of us christians are failed in this aspect they don't take up a cross daily we think about the world you know i have decided to follow jesus no turning back no turning back a lot of us have turned back you take the whole world but give me jesus is a lie a lot of christians will rather want the world we say so many things that we don't act upon and the lord god almighty wants us to know that hey it is better for you to actually decide who to follow you know what the cry of joshua to the children of israel decide today who you are going to follow whether it is the gods of the amorites or the gods of the hittites and so on and so forth huh? but as for me and my house we will serve the lord that is what must be our desire every day every day taking up a cross daily and i want to tell you that in taking up your cross daily you have everything to gain when you take up your cross daily it shows something about dying it shows something about being persecuted it shows something about the fact that you're not free in the world again because they seek to kill you but don't be afraid of those who can kill the body but can never touch your soul apart from that if you look at the book of mark chapter 10 mark chapter 10 beginning from verse 30, 39 i'll read 39 and um 29 rather 29 and 30. Uh, 29 says assuredly i say to you there is no one who has left houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or father rather or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who will who shall not receive what a hundredfold now in this life houses and brothers and sisters and mothers do you know which one was left out fathers why why because god now is your father god is your father children and lands with persecutions and in this age to come in, in, in the age to come eternal life children of israel i mean god, of god children of god you know we have a lot to gain by abiding and obeying the commandments of jesus christ we have a lot to gain i'll go quickly because of time to the third one john 15 verse 12 this is my commandment that you love one another as i have 
loved you. In verse 14, Jesus said, You are my friend if you do whatsoever I command you. That's 15, 14. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. What actually is that command about? Love one another as I have loved you. Do you know that that is greater than what is found in the book of Mark chapter 12 verse 31? And that Mark 12 31 actually is a quotation from Leviticus 19.18 when God said do not do this, do not do that huh? and he said at the end huh? love one another love your neighbor as yourself I am the Lord when that one is quoted and you embrace it do you know that those who bump us around, those who are you know, suicidal bombers, will actually say that they have not disobeyed the law? How can a man so love himself that he put bombs all around himself and says, I am not returning to this place because I'm going to die? That's how much he loves himself. And then he goes into the midst of people that he never knew. They have never done anything against him. And he releases the bomb to explode. And kills so many people. He will say that, yes, I love them as I love myself. But when you look into the commandment of Jesus Christ, love one another as... I have loved you. Oh my. That is a different ball game. And I believe that indeed that he came to save me. What should I do to my neighbor? Look for his salvation. How? By introducing the only person who is able to save Jesus to the person. At this Christmas, Please, I beg you in the name of the Lord. Don't just send cards to people. Huh? Christmas cards and so on and so forth. Go to them. Tell them about the love of, of Jesus. For them. Make them to know that they are just wallowing in sin and heading for destruction if they should die in the condition that they are found until they come to Jesus. Then that love is genuine. Christmas be a time to really make Jesus known. Let me go to the fourth one quickly. I know that um, they are watching time. Don't worry. We'll give it time. Uh-uh, the Baptist denomination has only two ordinances. Two. Which one is the first one? Ah, 
Okay, now, I, I think actually that um, some of us are not of the Baptist um, um, origin. Okay. Two ordinances, baptism and Lord's Supper. Baptism and Lord's Supper. Do you know that baptism is actually a command from the Lord? Do you know that Lord's Supper is a command from the Lord? The Lord Jesus Christ said something when he was actually preparing his um, disciples for his exit here on earth. He got them together in the upper room and took the bread and said, Hey, I am giving you my body which is broken for you. And then he said, Do this in remembrance of me. Children of God, go to the Old Testament and see how the children of Israel moved away from God by not remembering the Passover. Many of them were not there. But their forefathers were rescued by God in the Passover. The Passover, and thank God because it was the Passover feast that Jesus Christ was observing when he now made his disciples to know that this they must do in remembrance of him. Do you know what the church of God has forgotten Jesus Christ. That Christ is missing from the church. We have put some things else. We have put some things to replace Jesus. And we say that we have gathered in the name of Jesus. I know not about even keeping the, 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 the Lord's Supper. Which is important. And we will come to that quickly. But... We have forgotten about Jesus, about his death on the cross, about everything that he did, he suffered for us. Huh? Only in the time of Easter, we come to remember it. And this we must never forget all the days of our life. That Christ died for you and for me. Every day, we must remember. And when we come together at the table of Christ, of, of, of God, to observe the Lord's Supper, sincerely speaking, it, sh it should be a time of sober reflection on our lives. Am I still faithful to him who died for me? Am I still recognizing the fact that I can do nothing without him? We need to remember. And it's a command. It is a command. I know some Baptist churches that don't observe the Lord's Supper. Maybe for five years, they will do it only once. It is a thing to remember. We must never forget. And lastly, baptism. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Ah, 
Christ Jesus will want us to know that indeed he is a God who will not leave us in a vacuum. That is why the Holy Spirit has come in order to remind us of everything that he has commanded us, he has taught us. Like I said, time will fail us to go into areas whereby he made us to know the way to live. Instructions for good living as Christians. But these five, do we remember to do them? Are you born again? Do you love your neighbor as Christ has loved you? Are you very much in the Lord to the point that, yes, you know that you must die to self, take up your cross daily, and follow him? Do you partake in the Lord's Supper? If you are a Christian and you do not take that Lord's Supper, you are a disobedient child. I think we need to be emphasizing that anytime we take it. Yes, you have sinned. Yes, you are not worthy. Who is worthy? Only by grace. But when you take it, it's a reminder of the fact that whatever you're doing that is against God, you must stop it. And then making disciples, it is a must. must. It is a must. How many people have you won to Christ since you believed? When you get to heaven, will you go empty-handed? Or will you be able to say, Father, I did what you sent me. But like Noah, I preached for so many years. No convert. Huh? You are safe. But to shut your mouth, and see the people dying, going astray, and you do not call them back. Oh, you have lived in vain. May your life never be in vain. In Jesus' name, let us pray. So therefore, Lord, we pray. Teach us to observe your commandments. Teach us, Lord, to do it right. And for your name alone to be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.